Hey there, I'm Yvonne Guibert. Hey there, Rafael Gonzalez here. And we are coming at you today from Tampa, Florida, where it's getting hotter by the second, right? Unbelievable. <laughs> Over into the high 80s, low 90s, and, you know, summer is still a long ways away. <laughs> I don't know. I feel it feels like it's here to me. <laughs> summer is here and it's not going anywhere for a while. You're not kidding. It is hot. I mean, and, and normally it's hot here, but it's hotter than usual. The news are like we're breaking records every day. I know it's that hot and humid um, mixture that we're that we're so known for here in Tampa. Yeah, I get a little worried because this time of the year we don't get much rain, and then the fires start, and and heat is going to help that. And like, oh gosh, here we go again. Right. So today we want to talk about, uh, if you haven't heard yet, Raphael and I are starting a podcast. This is one of our first episodes. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the why, what, what went into us deciding to do a podcast and, and what we think um, we're going to do differently and, and why you know, we think it's a good time to do that. So Raphael, I'm going to start by asking you, why now? First, Yvonne, I am so excited to be doing this with you. I really am. I, I I love you as my own sister. You and I have gotten to know each other now here over the years. And so this is so exciting, so much fun. I cannot imagine doing this with anybody else but you. Um, so just so incredibly excited about it. So why now? You know, well, we have been talking about it for a while. It's not like this just kind of came up out of nowhere. We have been talking about it for actually a year. Yep. I was going to say, you know, right maybe at the beginning, maybe even before, you know, COVID-19 hit, we had been talking about this idea. And then, of course, COVID hit and we thought, you know, let's take it easy for a while. Let's see what happens. Let's see how this affects our industry. Um, and for me, the the why now is... You know, COVID has changed us in so many different ways, personally, professionally, as, as an entire industry. And I, I think it's it's time. We we our voices, the way that we think of this world and our industry, um, the the respect, the honor that we hold for the people that are working every single day in our industry. I just love that about us, and I think. Yeah, I'm excited to, you know, look at it from our eyes, our perspective, and share that with our world. Well, I, I have the same sentiment. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. And uh, we have gotten to know each other uh, quite a bit over the last few years. And I do think it's going to be fun. Um, I do think that part of what we both uh, feel very strongly about based on some of our conversations and some of the things that we worked on together over the past few years is that we both feel very strongly that people uh, are at the core of what we do here in the workers' compensation industry. And so our idea was that we wanted to have conversations with the individuals that we know that are doing great jobs day in and day out and get to know them more on a personal level. And I think that's going to be a really cool thing about, about our podcast. And, um, 
you know, we've seen a lot of podcasts come to the forefront here recently and they all are great. You know, all are, you know, tackling some really interesting issues, but I really like the idea of, of our getting to know individuals a little on a, on a more deep level um, and getting to know a little bit more about, about them as a person. That's, I think, Yvonne, our strength, right? We, we um, really get to know folks, really um, evolve with them and, and get to, you know, build not just, a, I think, a professional relationship, but a personal friendship with most folks that um, we know in the industry that we get to work with. And for me, that's, that's going to be the funnest part of this is uh, getting to know those folks even better, getting them to share some of their stories, um, some of the things that they're doing, some of the things that they have done or planning to do, really getting to know them. Because like you said already, we have some amazing folks in our industry that are doing such incredible work day in and day out, helping folks, you know, put their lives back together again after a horrific uh, incident at work. Love that. Love being able to share that experience, that entire sequence, right? That, that entire world with all of our friends out there. Right. And okay. So why do we think, we're going to be able to get people to listen to us. What do we have to share aside from, you know, having conversations with great people? Um, what is it about you and I that we think is going to be a good combination? <laughs> so in addition to, you know, to, to, I think sharing, I don't know, the vision of the world and, and how wonderful, you know, the folks in our industry are, we're fun. We're just plain fun people. We are, our full glass kind of folks. We like to laugh. We like to have fun. We like to enjoy ourselves. Um, you know, we may once in a while here break out in salsa. We, we may Ooh. do a little samba, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's back up and tell people why that might be the case. So um, we share a common a common thread in our in our heritage. You more your heritage than me. Just my um, geographic location, I guess. I will say. Um, so I grew up in South Texas, just south of, or actually north uh, west of San Antonio. So that's South Texas. And so I grew up with a lot of uh, Mexican um, culture and influence. And you, what, what do you, where are you from? Where do you, um, what is your background? I was born in Havana, Cuba. Uh, very early on, uh, four or five years old, traveled to Madrid, Spain, where my grandfather and I'm back are from. And then after getting permission, we uh, we entered the United States. And like every other good Cuban family in the history of the universe, off to Miami we went. <laughs> so we grew up in Miami, went to uh, junior high and high school in Miami. And so very grateful uh, to that community for, you know, teaching us the language and the customs and the history of our country, uh, really appreciating, you know, all of the things that, um, that we now know as home. So, you know, uh, I, I think that experience, Yvonne, it shapes us, it forms us, it, um, it provides a basis from which to look at, you know, every other experience we have together and, uh, and be grateful for our every day, for all of our experiences and for the people around us. And let's face it, Latins have a lot of fun. The music's great. I mean, what's not to love? The food is amazing. Um, and you're right. The 
you know, no matter where you are, whether it's the Caribbean or a Latin country. So the other thing I would say is my husband, I'm, I'm Latina by marriage. My husband is from Panama and I have come to love the um, history and culture of Panama as well. And my stepmom is from Mexico. So I am, I'm like what you say, I'm all in um, when it comes to being Latin. I don't look Latin. I'm <laughs> redheaded and I have freckles, but um, I speak Spanish and I can surprise the heck out of a lot of people when I start breaking into a <laughs> into Spanish, right? I love it. I, you, yes, you have. You've done <laughs> a lot of folks. I've seen it for myself. When they look at you, double take, like, oh my what? God, you speak Spanish. And, and she speaks it very well. <laughs> well. Thank you. So yeah, so I do think that's going to be an interesting flair. And so be prepared. We're going to bring that salsa flavor, that Latin flavor and flair into uh, some of our conversations. We're like, we might even do some salsa lessons, right? Oh, I love it. As Celia Cruz would say, azúcar. Azúcar, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do we not talk about? So let, let's talk about what we actually do uh, in the industry. You're an attorney and you're a very specialized attorney at that. Tell us a little bit about what it is that you do um, as an attorney in the workers' comp industry. So it's so funny, Yvonne, how you know, life and, and evolution, if you will, right? I, I started clerking in, in a um, small workers' comp a plaintiff firm in Miami, you know, when I was in high school and went to college and also got a job with a workers' comp practitioner and went to law school. And what do you know? I, I worked in workers' comp in a, in a firm as well. And so what else was I to do when I graduated from law school, but to start practicing workers' comp? So I, I practiced on the plaintiff side for a long while, representing injured workers uh, in Social Security disability hearings and Medicare issues, and of course, workers' comp claims and personal injury claims. Uh, and then I skipped over to the defense side. I was corporate counsel for FCCI Insurance. Um, and through that work, you know, became, um, I think, really focused on this Medicare, Medicaid compliance. And when those opportunities arose, you know, sort of went through and, and began really focusing on just Medicare, Medicaid compliance within the workers' comp field. Um, so it's pretty much now what I've done the last 15, 20 years. Um, but at the core of it, at the heart of everything we do every day is workers' compensation claims. And even though my angle may be in helping folks resolve, you know, that Medicare or Medicaid issue, right, we're always talking about an injured worker who's had an accident in the course and scope and whose, you know, medical situation is, is rather severe and who's now, you know, you know, made these application for these other benefits. So it's always been about that individual and making sure that his or her interests are well served, that his or her future, you know, is better. Um, and that hopefully, you know, we're, we're solving situations that are difficult at hand to make sure that um, old coverage is available to them in the future. Interesting. And I know we have, um, I have, chuckled with you a bit over the past about how anybody could understand all there is to know about Medicare set-asides and Medi Medicare secondary payer issues. I mean, um, so Raphael is your guy. If you have an issue or know somebody that has an issue, he's your guy on Medicare um, issues like that. Myself, I've, I've been in marketing in the workers' compensation industry for 
many years. I don't even want to say the number. It's a big number now, <laughs> but I'll give you, I'll, I'll drop a couple of names for the people that are listening. And um, I'm probably going to forget some, but I go all the way back to conserve code days, which had, they actually had offices in every state of the country, but they had a, their headquarter office was here in Tampa, Florida. And so I worked with Dennis Huffman and I got to know um, Gene Feldman, who is still in the industry and works at Century Insurance now. And also George, uh, George Furlong, who's working with Sedgwick now. I've known him for that long, believe it or not. <laughs> surprising we haven't killed each other yet. Um, <laughs> and a few other folks. But um, Conserveco then was uh, at that time, it was part of the Travelers um, insurance company. And I came to know one of my bosses about midway through my, my time there was Joe Peduta. That's where I met Joe Peduta. He was up at the Hartford office and, um, came to be sale, uh, vice president over sales and marketing. And so I reported to him and that's how long I've known Joe. (laughs) Um, I started that job in 1989. (laughs) That's a long time ago. (laughs) <laughs> and um, I think I got to know Joe in the, uh, I think it was the early 90s. Uh, Helen uh, Patterson, also, for those that um, know Helen in the public relations, uh, media relations realm, I've known her all, the, all those years ago. We started working with Helen as our uh, public relations um, media expert. So, and around the block a couple of times. Isn't that the best? I mean, think about that for a minute you know, the many years and the wonderful individuals that you still have a relationship with today that are still some of your best pals, folks that you pick up the phone and you say, hey, Joe, what do you think about this? What do you know about that? Um, I just love that. And that's, I think, one of the, the things that makes Workers' Comp so very special. We really are this large, extended family, no, no matter where you're at in the country, um, especially for those of us who have stayed in this thing for a long time. How wonderful. You know, they it be, is. Yeah. Your best pals, your, your personal friends. Yeah. It is like, like you said, it's like one big uh, extended family. And so, okay. So you're the attorney. So if you, if you can picture this, I'm going to prop Raphael up as the, it's going to be the good cop, bad cop situation. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm really going to have to put my acting hat on. <laughs> Yeah, because you're really not good at, you're not a bad cop at all, but um, I will definitely, so my job has always been, you know, being, you know, coming from a marketing perspective, I take, you know, some issues that are really complicated, really complex and break them down into bite-sized nuggets for people to understand. Um, so that's been my forte uh, for, for all these years. And that's how we've come to know each other, working together on many um, conferences and, and webinars and different things where we bring topics to the table um, for folks in the industry. So sometimes I'm going to push on you and say, okay, Raphael, back up a little bit. Let's break that down so everybody can understand. And that's a little bit more of what we expect to do is um, when we do talk about topics, again, we do want to make this mostly about the people, but from time to time, we will be breaking down some, some complicated issues and hopefully make them a little bit easier to understand for everybody in the industry because. As um, a long timer in this industry, I do know that one thing that is difficult for folks, uh, especially newcomers, newbies, it is complicated at times. And so we're going to take some of these issues and break them down. So hopefully, um, at least from a from a layman's perspective, people will understand why we're even talking about you know some of these issues. 
I love that, Yvonne, because you're right. Really, there is nothing simple about workers' comp, right? From afar, it seems such a simple little world. But once you dive into this, there are so many layers. I mean, I've often said it. I've said it publicly. You know, workers' comp is sort of a, a mini of everything that's going on in society. You've got medical, legal, you know, vocational experts. You've got certainly every area of medical expertise and providers. Um, you've got, of course, finance that's a part of it. You've got insurance that's at the heart of it as well. And you've got employers and employees, right? The, 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 the core and center stage of the process. So everything you can possibly imagine that's out there in society, here it is in one little tiny world, and we get to deal with that every single day. So it's, it's no wonder it's become a really complicated issue, like everything else in our society, right? Everything has advanced, everything has evolved, and workers' comp as well. So that's what makes it so much fun. And you and I share in that vision of Let's break it down. Let's educate. Let's teach our next generation. Let's really try to make this as understandable as possible. Right. And there's a couple of issues that we we are also that we share in common that we are very interested in. One of those things is um, social determinants of health. You have uh, been following social determinants of health and reporting on that and talking about that for a little, for a while. So talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. So you're right. I, as, a, as a plaintiff attorney, it did not take me very long to figure out, you know, that people's lives were thrown upside down as a result of, of an accident in the course and scope. All of a sudden, you saw ramifications of, of that loss in their marriage, in their relationship with the kids, you know, in their ability to you know, pay for rent and, and, and light, you know, and, 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 and monthly car payments, you know, basics. So it became rather easy to figure out, oh, my gosh, how do I help these folks? Right. And, and so I, you know, I, I publicly have spoken about it. I, I became a social worker. Right. I went out into the community and made these connections with all of the public resources out there so that I could bring them home to these folks and say, okay, if you're having problems with food, here's a bank, a food bank, right? If you're having problems with rent, here's rental assistance. If you're having problems with, you know, here's a program, something that can help in the interim while we're trying to get you back to work and trying to, uh, you know, to get our lives back together again. It was during that, you know, that I started to teach at the University of South Florida College of Public Health, and um, a couple of the professors there had done some studies, um, and I immediately gravitated to both the topic and the area and the research and the data. And so, you know, since the early 90s, um, uh, it was called, you know, world population, world health population. Now we know it as social determinants of health. And it, so it, for me, it has been at the very core of what we do and how we handle claims, trying to be humane, trying to be an advocate, trying to make sure that we understand the needs of that injured individual so that we can get him or her over the threshold, right? That we can improve their lives. So I am, I'm, I'm glad, you know, we'll talk about it here throughout um, our podcast. Really excited that it's become a part of our industry conversation. Me too, because I think it's um it's a, it's an important conversation and and things to think about. And then you mentioned this uh in this last um, comment, but 
we're also both very focused on advocating for the injured worker. Um, and that's something that I think that our folks, that folks that know us know already, but my involvement with um, Comp Laude Awards and Gala and um, with that mission being focused on changing the narrative of the workers' compensation industry and focusing more on um, the people that we serve, you know, injured workers, that's something I think is going to come through uh, quite strong as well. We'll be talking about that as a topic. Um, and I'm sure many more things, but as we've, as we kind of laid the groundwork here, we've got lots to talk about. Um, I think it is going to be an interesting mix uh, for conversation because you and I can talk. That's one of the reasons we're doing this because we love to talk. And um, I think it's going to be an interesting combination. You know, your uh, very detailed approach and, you know, looking at all the different um, angles and then me trying to break it down into something that's, you know, quick and easy to understand. I think it's going to be an interesting way to, to approach some of these topics. And then we're probably going to also talk about things that don't have um, necessarily aren't about workers' compensation because you and I are both family people. Um, I think that's one of the things that we, we uh, enjoy about each other, sharing about family. Um, so from time to time, who knows? We might be talking about our crazy family dynamics and <laughs> some of the things that are going on. Raphael's got two sons. I've got two daughters. They're not too far apart in age. Yep. Yep. And that's, again, Yvonne, I, I, I love you. I really do like a sister. And that's part of it um, is I've seen how wonderful you are with your girls. Uh, you are, you're an incredible mom, incredible wife. You know, the world matters to you. People matter to you. And I am drawn, you know, to that and to folks who are, you know, caring about family members and the individuals around them. Um, so, yeah, for me and anybody who's known me for a long time knows that when you get to know me, you also get to know Lisa, you get to know the boys, you get to know what we're doing, what we're, you know, involved in and engaged in. Everybody knows that Grace plays basketball because I've posted a zillion basketball games. Everybody knows Alex plays music because they've seen a zillion pictures or movies about Alex playing his music. Um, Lisa's birthday was recent. Oh, mm -hmm. you would know it after the 300 pictures <laughs> I posted of Lisa, <laughs> including when she was a little tiny girl at four years I old. loved that. I love those pictures. But that's who we are, right? Mm -hmm. We are sharing our lives. We are sharing our everyday with people out there. And I think that's why this is going to be so fantastic because we're going to do the same thing with all of the industry folks that we've gotten to know over the last... 40 years. Oh my gosh. I've seen I know. It. I know. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. So same here. People that know me know I post um, gobs of pictures of my, my two beautiful daughters. They, they love to spend time at the beach. And so uh, most of the time pictures of them are in um, bathing suits, <laughs> which I think are a little too revealing being their mom, but what, you know, what are you going to do? They love the beach. And I've got two girls that are studying science and I couldn't be more proud of them. Um, so yeah, we're going to share information about our kids. And then for those that don't know, um, my husband goes by the name of Cuco C U C O that's a nickname. I'll explain that in one of the episodes, but his name is Albert. So you can call him Al, which I love that song. You can call me Al. <laughs> so we might play that song here coming up soon. Anyhow, um, I think we've just about covered it. What else would you like to say before we wrap up this episode about introducing 
Deconstructing Comp, our new podcast. So looking forward to it with you, Yvonne. Really am. I'm so excited, so energized, so enthused about doing this with you. I am so looking forward to it. I am too. And I love you like a brother. Thank you for saying that. I think it's going to be so awesome. And um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yep, sure is. Looking forward to it. (laughs) Arriba! Anyway, (laughs) so tune in. Very soon, we'll be making a big announcement about Deconstructing Comp, a new podcast with Yvonne and Rafael. So until then, adios. Adios. Hasta luego, Yvonne. Hasta luego. (laughs) 